Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Real Big D Show. I'm Frank. And I'm Chrissy. And uh, tonight we are doing a very special Sunday episode. Um, if we're coming in a little spotty, it's because um, uh, I didn't try out the technology tonight. Let's just put it that way. And uh, we are coming to you live from our cell phone. So, Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah. So that's what's happening okay. right now. So uh, our apologies for any kind of technical errors. Um, but, you know, that's just the way it goes. Um, but in this very special episode of The Real Big D Show, we wanted to get two big fanboy, fangirl people on the line and talk to them a little bit about what they thought. But before I get to uh, Mary and Joe, just sit tight for just a second, because Christy... I wanted to get your opinion on the movie officially. Now that we can talk about spoilers and everything else, what did you think? What do you what where, where, what's up? Okay, so I've seen it twice. Frank's seen it three times. I've seen it twice. I liked it the first time, and at that point, well, I, both times I saw it. I have seen episodes one, two, three, four and half of five, and I really didn't know anything about episode six or how it ended or anything. So then Frank explained that to me before we saw it the second time, and then things didn't make sense to me anymore. So I think that there's too much going on in Star Wars, and they don't explain it, and I don't understand what all of the different factions and planets and people are. I don't understand why there are still bad guys when the Emperor got destroyed. Like, who are these new bad guys? Why do people follow the bad guys? Why is Kylo Ren saying he's going to finish what his grandfather started when his grandfather ended up being good? I don't get it. So, Mary, we're going to... Mary, I want to start with you. Uh, Oh, my God. Why she's dumb, (laughs) So sad. <laughs> so and uh, I don't get it. it. Doesn't make sense. Hold hold just tight for just a second, Mary. Because uh, uh, Joe, would you like to tell Christy why she's stupid too? <laughs> well, uh, first off, happy New Year to everybody. Um, happy New Year, <sighs> Christy. Ah. Uh, 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 I have to what? I mean, answer the I, 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 I answer the question. <laughs> I couldn't well, go right. first. Mary, go, why did I let you go first? Uh, why couldn't we go first? Like, oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to start with just took all the air out of my balloon. <laughs> I wanted to start with somebody dumb and then bring that air back into the balloon because balloons start deflated and they need a little bit of hot air and Christy's got a ton of it. So, um, but Mary, so the last time you last time you were on, you gave us a little bit of a spoiler about seeing the movie. I think it was for a third time at that point. But uh, where where did you see it and what happened? And give us a little bit of backstory to that. Um, so I work in the same building complex as. Uh, Lucasfilm and Industrial Lights and Magic, uh, where they do post-production special effects for Star Wars and other movies like um, Transformers and Ninja Turtles, pretty much like <laughs> look them up on IMDb. Uh, and I've made some friends over there who have 
invited me to two special screenings of this movie. The first one being the day before the movie was out for the public. So it was the Wednesday before. And then last, or this past, like the third time I saw it, I actually got to see it at Skywalker Ranch in the legendary Stag Theater, uh, which was really, really cool. It was awesome. Best sound in the world. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And Mary, you just, you scoreboarded everybody on this radio show right now by... By letting people know you're cooler than us and we're at the Skywalker Ranch. So. Yeah, so what was Skywalker Ranch like? Um, well, I've been told that it's like gorgeous during the day. I actually went at night. It gets dark pretty early now because it's winter. Um, but I hear it's beautiful during the day. I did get to like tour around, look around at a couple of cool things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have to say anything to sign an NDA or anything walking in, but I don't want to get anybody into trouble. Um, I, it was just, it was really cool. You can tell that like the place is filled with inspiration for the movies that he's made. Um, and there's a lot of like private stuff that only like George Lucas has access to like elevators and other movie theaters. Um, but hopefully I'll get to go to the 4th of July picnic, which will be during the day. And there's been some mention of me being invited to that. So I'll probably have a better, more detailed description of what that place is like. Um, other than it just being, like, awesome and the sound for the movie was incredible and, like, it's just it's just such a special place in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> All right, Joe. Um, yes, sir. You, you, you can go full spoiler on this. I, I know you, you were excited about it a couple weeks ago when we talked about it. Uh, give us your full review. You can go ahead and tell us everything because we, we made it clear that this is a spoiler episode. So, um what 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 you think and uh and go with it, bro. Yeah, uh first off, I actually got to watch the movie at the incredible, just fantastic uh studio movie grill. Um we got served <laughs> food. Uh very That's rare. Cool. It was hot, great service. Um <laughs> for the I mean for the movie, I mean it was it was incredible. Um just the fact that going it going to be in and uh, I, I just, I guess, like, the crowd, the crowd was just, um, they're they very silent there. They, you know, sometimes you go to a movie and people are talking. When that, when that Star Wars thing came on, everybody just was completely shut. I mean, just no, nothing. You can hear, I mean, you couldn't hear crickets. It was, it was, it was beautiful. Um, for the story itself, I think that, uh, golly, I've been thinking about this all day, Frank. So um, I, I think that I have a, I have a couple of theories. I think that um, that what what they did um, with the Star Wars is that basically they they kind of brought it back with the original four. I mean the original three, excuse me, with uh, starting New Hope. Basically, it's like you know starting new characters, but kind of the same storyline, which you know a little bit in that in different in different regards. Um, I I uh, golly, um, I think Ray. Is the daughter of Lou Skywalker? Oh, spoiler alert! Excuse me. I, I just there's some feeling of how she was able to go into the room with the chest that was in the New Hope when Obi Wan uh, Obi Wan was talking to Luke, and she was able to uh, see the visions, and then at the end, of course, with the fantastic finale, which I think was this incredible, um, where she just destroyed. Her cousin, uh, 
Now, Ben, which is odd because I think here, I think uh, I think Leia and, and uh, Leia and uh, oh, uh, R.I.P. Uh, Han Solo um, named Ben after Ben Wano. Uh, ben Wano. Man, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> It's all right, Joe. Let me give you let me give you a second here to to to, to regroup because I can see how excited you are. Like, I, I, if if people knew you, they would know that when you get excited about something, you can't speak in any language no. other than you know. Well, it's so incredible because I was able to see it at two movie girls, and just to see the lighting and the and the, like the uh, the just they had like these really cool things from like they had the Star Wars poster. I mean. Wow, it was so awesome. You know what I mean? I mean, so guys, I went to see Ruby Girl. What's up? <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. So uh, we've got some reviews coming in from our, our, our British correspondent who's running the chat room right now named Aaron. Uh, he said, hey, Great Ruby. Movie had the, the charm and dialogue and humor of the first three movies and did them justice. I would give it an 8 out of 10. And then he said, on the flip side, and he's been typing for about two and a half minutes. So this is going to be a pretty long section. So here's what I'm going to, I'm going to throw out there, guys. Obviously, the three of us are smart and intelligent and liked the movie, and Christy's the dumb one here. No, I did like it. Okay, well, what do you, what, what, all right. Let's, let's get into it. I mean, no one will answer my question. Like, Ask me one question, and I will answer it. And then Mary can answer it. There's more movies coming. Why do people coming. follow these questions? Why do people follow the bad guys? Why did people follow the emperor, and why do they follow Snoke? Well, okay, so Snoke's pretty simple. Let, let me let, let me answer Snoke. Clearly, he's a giant and has a giant dong, so people just follow him. Right? <laughs> there we go. And, and uh, Hux has red hair, and people are just afraid of gingers in general. So that was the general. Amen to that. All right, so Aaron's take is uh, it was not original enough. Uh, too much was rehashed instead of something new. Uh, they could have created something bigger uh, than, uh, oh, sorry. Instead of something new, they just went with a bigger Death Star like the last one. Also, as soon as they took off Kylo Ren's mask, and he thought that they took Kylo Ren's mask off too early. Now, let me, let me, let me counter that point because, all right. I love the fact that they rehashed it for one reason. And I agree with him in the sense that they just basically took a new hope cleaned it, made it a little bit more pretty for the modern day, got some better, you know, direction and acting, um, and and basically started started all over again. But what I love about it, I love the fact that they did that because it now gives a whole new generation of Star Wars fans that, that sense of awe and wonderment that people would have seen or would have experienced the first time they saw A New Hope. And they didn't need to see A New Hope to really get that awe and wonderment. In my opinion, so except for Christy, who, who can't think like an in, uh, an, so basically Christy's big problem with this movie, and we've had lengthy discussions about this, um, is she thinks it's too complex. Instead of yeah, like I really like it if I don't think about it, and like I liked it the first time I saw it, but then once I was trying to put it in the context of all of the movies, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You don't make sense. Mary, what do you... Uh, so, no one is still answering my question. Why do people follow right. the dark side? Mary, why do you think people follow the dark side? Because they have to, obviously. Because if you don't, your planet gets blown up. There you go. Okay. Uh, I'm done. Joe, do you have anything to add to that? 
I mean, I think the. I mean, it's just. I think the, between the dark side and light side, I think it just was. It, it's invited in real life. I mean, of what's going on in the world today, I think that there's there really are really bad people, and then there's really good people, you know, and then that's what you have in the in Star Wars uh, in in the you know the fantastic world. They basically are putting in a good good. The Jedi's are good. The Resistance is bad. Uh, that's that right? Hold on. I think I said that right. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. It's just I think that they just it's they're doing a real world scenario in space. Well, so I think I think that I think what, what's jaded Christie, to be perfectly honest, is and and, and I can say that it's probably jaded a lot of people is. Movies today and shows today, like Game of Thrones and and even the Harry Potter series, they do such a good job of like wrapping everything up in a nice little bow, giving you an explanation of every single thing, and uh, and not just making it good versus evil, which is at its core what Star Wars is all about. It's just it's really just a good versus evil with some love and some blasters and some pew 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 pews in there. Um, but ultimately. <laughs> One thing that I really wanted to bring on, okay, so Joe, you kind of alluded to this. Mary, I want to get your take, and Christy, we'll, we'll hop to you after that. But Mary, as a, as a big Star Wars fan, um, what's up with Rey? Like, how, how did she have awesome, crazy power without, uh, without ever being trained? What, did, what are, what are your, your explanations for that? I don't know. I don't really have an explanation for Roy, to be honest. She's just, like, clever. She's good-hearted, just like how Luke was, you know, where he didn't receive any training until he was way older. He just They just act on good, and they're just kind to everything. Um, and that's what the... I mean, this is going to sound really, really cheesy, but, like, that's what this whole Force Jedi thing is all about, right? Like, acting with good intention you know, saving the less fortunate, that whole mentality. And she embodies it in the way that she acts, the way that she saved BB-8 at the beginning. So it's like it's the whole training thing was a fluff piece anyway in Episode 5, right? All Luke had to do was carry Yoda on his back and, like, run around and, like, focus his thoughts <laughs> on getting the X-Wing out of the cover. But then, like, the prequel movies made it seem like training was, like, a 20-year-long boot camp where you can't fall in love, you have to stay in this creepy temple surrounded by men in robes, like like Da Vinci Code style. So, like, you know, you don't really need training, you just need to be a good person. That's why Anakin made a terrible Jedi in our hearts, because he was a nasty, whiny little brat. To, to, to be fair, I would say that um, being surrounded in a temple with men in robes Probably excite some people. So, you know, I'm saying they they might not need to get married in that case. So Um, Anakin's my favorite character, by the way, Mary. She loved Anakin Skywalker. He's Of course he is. Especially not surprised. Especially like the toddler Anakin Skywalker, the kid from uh Jingle All the Way, he's my favorite. Um so Aaron (laughs) Aaron just Aaron just threw out uh um well let me get back to Aaron in just a second. Christy. Who was your favorite character in this movie? You're a feminist, so I'm assuming it was Ray. I liked all the characters in this movie. And by the way, um, I'm guessing it's a junkyard not, dealer. Like, yeah. 
Um, I have my black hood on to represent my side of the force, but, um, but so, um, Aaron sent me a link and I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook page. It's actually a really interesting, well, maybe I won't put it on the Facebook page cause there's still some people who haven't seen it who are fans. Um, but Aaron sent a leak and you can Google it, how Ray is related to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Have either of you heard of this story? I've heard of this theory, but I have not read the story. Yeah. Same here. So, I, have, I haven't. I, I did get to read, and by read I meant like quickly peruse because I don't know how to read um, uh, the argument for Ray being a Kenobi, and it's pretty substantial, man. Like she's a she's the only a uh, granddaughter, excuse me, not 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 his not her his daughter, but his granddaughter, and uh, some of it is kind of cheesy, like she's got a British accent, and so did Kenobi. Um, and other ones are a little bit more symbolic, like when she hands Luke the uh, the lightsaber at the end, um, being symbolic of "Hey, I'm I'm mm. the new Ben Kenobi, basically." So, and it's a pretty uh, like I don't have it up right now, otherwise I'd give you some some bullet points. But pretty solid uh, article if you're looking for fan theory. I've got a pretty good fan theory that I want to throw out. This and this is a serious one. This isn't a joke. Um, I I was of of the nature that Ray I'm with Joe that Ray might be a Skywalker and Luke's daughter in particular, um, but I have a theory that I think they could go with, but they probably won't because it's too much. That maybe she is the new chosen one to bring balance to the Force. Like she was born of Metaclorians, just like Anakin, and she was stripped of her. When when Luke discovered this and took her off somewhere else. Now I don't think they're going to go with that, but I think it could be interesting to kind of tie up like, okay, so if Anakin was the chosen one, he brought balance to the Force at the end of uh, Episode Six. What the hell is there in Episode Seven for anyway, right? Chrissy. What? <laughs> Mary, did you get what I said? It's, he said that without her being the chosen one, there's no point to making the new Star Wars movies. Well, I'm saying like, okay, so obviously there's a point to making Star Wars movies. It's to become the biggest Money. movie of all. Time. Yep, but like in 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 the sim, like symbolic language that they were using in the prequels of Anakin being the chosen one. Um, basically, the chosen one should probably just die and then go off like Jesus and, and, you know, people follow him or something, which I guess is what could be happening with Kylo Ren, but in the wrong way. But ultimately... Well, I was thinking that they were maybe setting him up to be the chosen one because he does have that little bit about, like, he feels the pull to the light and... Dude, I do not want Kylo Ren going good. I cannot stress (laughs) this enough. I want him to be... You know I have a theory about that. (laughs) All right, go ahead, Mary. Hit us with your theory. <laughs> well, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I've seen this movie quite a few more times since the last time we talked. But I actually think that Kylo Ren is going to go good. He's been good this whole time, and he's been trying to, like, play the bad guy to, like, get closer to Snoke and then eventually kill him off. But then you think, but, but then you think, Oh, but wait, he killed his dad. He can never go good after killing your dad. I think that Han killed himself to help his son. That's what I think happened. 
Oh, Joe, do you have any? You're uh, you're kind of just ripping off like Harry Potter, right? At that point, though. Yeah, Harry Potter ripped them off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's okay. totally Snape and Dumbledore right there. But I like that theory. All right, Joe. Wait, what, what's your what's your take on Kylo? Uh, I I I uh, I actually like Mary's uh, Mary's. Uh, I like that. I like that theory. And I have to take it a little step further. I I would like to see uh, Kylo Ren because you know the the Mad Ginger. You know uh, the uh, what's his huh. name? Harry Potter. Golly. Uh Anyway. But wouldn't it be great to see Kyle Ren, who I would think would probably go good, and fight um, the ginger? Um, uh, Weasley. Hux. Yeah, there you go, Hux. Yeah. I just forgot his name. That wouldn't wouldn't be much of a fight, though, Joe. I mean, you're talking about a human versus uh, essentially a Sith Lord, like... That I mean I know I know we're getting super nerdy on this, but ultimately I don't know if that like if somebody had a lightsaber and you were just a general of a bunch of stormtroopers, like unless you had the stormtroopers, Hux has basically got nothing going for him unless it's, it's actually made out of fiber or fire. And, and that makes a valid point. But the thing is, I don't think we know a lot about Hux, and maybe in the second one we find a little bit more. Or I mean I don't, I don't know. It's just a theory. I mean it just I think that we. I think that there's a lot more to Huck because the fact is that he, to me, I mean, this is me. I just felt like he was not scared of Kylo Ren. Like he was like, dude, I'm, I'm just as good as you. That's where I was taking it off because the fact is that you know he would go to uh, Smeagol and he would talk to Gollum and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then he would be like, you know, hey, where's Kylo Ren? And he's like, dude, I mean, he's doing his own thing, whatever. I, that's that's my participation of it. And I could be totally, totally wrong about that. But, I mean, like I said, there's so much story that can go on in the next, apparently, three. So you never know. I actually well, think Snoke is like a Lizard of Oz situation where he's not actually, like, as big a person. Like, he's probably going to be, like, a really tiny person, like the guy behind the curtain in Lizard of Oz. Yeah, and maybe oh. he's, like, not even, like, human-figured. Yeah, I, I, I would say that you're probably right on that. Um, you know, I okay, so originally when I first saw the movie, the very first time, now granted, I, I had uh, maybe snuck in some Jack Daniels and maybe drank a little bit more than I probably should have. <laughs> but um, my original thought, because I went into this thinking like he was um, Darth Sidious's um, uh, mentor, and he's the he's the dark lord that can never die, basically, or cheated death. Um, so I went in with that theory in my head. So, like, I thought of him like a ghost, not so much um, uh, hologram, which in the movie he, he actually was a hologram. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the weird part is once I figured out he was a hologram, I agree with you, Mary. He's definitely not um, – Definitely not giant. And when he was like at the end, he said, "Bring him to me." Um, I think that that lends itself to him not being a giant, just being a normal human being or not a human or something. I don't know. So, Joe, what are you doing? Are you making a house over there or something? Sorry, I'm not muted. Sorry, Joe, you just got <laughs> you got muted because there's a lot of clanking going on over there. But I'll, I'll put you back on here in just a second. So, Christy, um, what did you think of the bad guys? 
Uh, I mean, I like Kylo Ren, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have. I don't know about Snoke. That was one of my things. I don't. I don't understand what these bad guys are up to. But I do have something to say about Ray. Um, so I thought too, like Joe was saying, that it was setting her up to be Luke's daughter. But if that was the case, I don't see how that's possible because she and Kylo Ren don't look that far apart in age. And if he was already, like, old enough to be turning against Luke and killing everybody and whatever, like, she would have been old enough to know who her dad was and all that, right? Unless they were born at the same time. Like, Ren Ren could have been born by Han Solo and, and Princess Leia, and Luke could have had some bastard daughter that he gave up to, like, a parts swindler on Jakku to, to protect her, you know? Maybe maybe when when Kylo, like, started to show dark side shit, she was gone. I don't know. Hey, you guys have a theory on that? Yep, Mary? Or um, Joe, go ahead. I was going to say, I I was thinking the same thing about you said. It's like, you know, maybe when when, uh, Kylo Ren was starting to act like, you know, like who he was now, I think that's what when Luke did send her off or whatnot. I I was thinking the same thing. So I think I agree with you on that theory. Mary, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Um, I was thinking, A, it would be super cliche but completely wild if for some reason – Kylo Ren and Rey are actually brother and sister, but they would never do that because they already did that with Luke and Leia. That would be way too similar. Like, Han was incredibly, like, fatherly to Rey, so there has to be there's something else going on there. Um, but that's just a mystery that I'm going to go ahead and leave in the dark for now so that there's some sort of, like, surprise when I actually find out what ha- find out what happens in the next movie. That's like one the one theory that I'm not even gonna mess with because is it, anyway is it is it bold, it's gonna be really obvious. Is it possible that when Yoda was in hiding all those years, he was just poking <laughs> his little green pecker around, just knocking out little Jedi everywhere? Like, do you think they'll bring that in? Because I think I think that there's a high probability that those two men got pretty lonely and they're like, well, we're not really Jedi's anymore, so let's just. Let's smack this around a little bit. I don't know. Like that that that's an outside theory. Maybe nobody else shares it with me, but hey, it could, it could be. And then we just have like little green Jedi everywhere. Hey, Midichlorians everywhere. Yeah. All over her face. Oh but my god. Too, too no, soon? Too no, soon. No. She's an adult. You're gross. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh Joe, last thoughts. Well, I was going to, I was going to, last thoughts. There's so many thoughts. I was actually going to talk about maybe, uh, maybe Finn was kin to, uh, oh, golly, uh, the only black guy in the series. <laughs> really? I can't even think of his name. I don't know. I mean, just saying about theories. There's only Finn? one family lineage of black people in Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't go beyond Cloud City. It's a really, really small population. Hey, you never know, man. You never know. Uh, 
That's definitely a possibility. All right. Uh, hey, there was also Samuel L. Jackson. That's true. That is good. Hey, there you go. Yeah. That's a good one. I forgot about uh, the uh, Sammy. Sammy. Maybe he's a descendant of Mace. You never know that. So, Ooh. all right, Mary, what do you got? Last thought. Sir. Um, seeing it again tomorrow. <laughs> oh, all right. And how well, many times will this be? Six. Yeah. <laughs> Collectively, we've seen it over over ten over times. A well, hey, Mary, how are you in Studio Movie Girl when you have a chance? Wait, what's that? <laughs> I said I recommend to you Movie Girl when you have a chance. Oh, like yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. So well, I'm gonna pop- hang up on so you. So much popcorn. <laughs> We're gonna close this one out, and then uh, we'll 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 track back to it. Um, next episode, we'll be back to spoiler free, and then maybe maybe we'll have to track back to this one more time because obviously 30 minutes was not enough. So, um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining. All right. Thanks so, for having us. Thanks. That was Mary and Joe. And uh, Christy, last thought. I'll, let, I'll give you the last I mean, word. Are well, you I guess yet? Mary kind of answered my question. Um, I guess that's a good reason. Follow them or your planet will get blown up. But still have questions. Still don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. Are you, but I did like the movie. Are you a nerd now? Do you feel no, the force? I'm, no, I'm not a nerd. You're, you are a nerd. I'm not a nerd. Are you, aren't you getting braces soon? <laughs> She's gonna get great, and she's been reading every night. So, well, guys, um, next next on on Tuesday we'll be doing a show again. So check that out. We're gonna be talking about uh, making, making a, a murder. We 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 binge watched that series on Netflix. Yeah. So if you haven't watched that, maybe binge watch that before Tuesday, or don't because it's super depressing. It, it, well, whatever. <laughs> All right, guys, we're out of here. We'll see you on Tuesday. Peace. Bye.